0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Clueless Capitalist where we discuss angel investing, meet interesting startup founders, and help you become less clueless with angel investing. My name is Razi,
1: And my name is Osman, and we are The Clueless Capitalist.
0: Today, we have founder and CEO of Swap to join us, uh, Parvez. And in the previous episode, we discussed Swap. Swap is Bangladesh's first e-commerce and e-commerce marketplace and is helping Bangladesh deal with the e-waste issue which is a big uh, challenge facing the world today. So thank you Parvez for making time to join us uh, this afternoon.
2: Thank you very much Razi. Thank you Oswan, for uh, inviting me uh, over here. So I'm really uh, glad that we could uh, share our uh, startup over here. It'd be good if Parvez you could yes. share with us what does Swap do. So uh, as you have already said, Swap is a hybrid of e-commerce and e-commerce marketplace in Bangladesh. We give customers the convenience to sell their items with ease and confidence, as well as buy old items, used items with uh, proper confidence on the products. Because as you may understand that uh, e waste is becoming a huge problem all over the world, not only in Bangladesh, and every year uh, millions of tons of e waste are produced. In Bangladesh, it is more over half a million tons of that that is being produced every year. So we figured out that if we can extend the lifespan of the product, it will basically uh, elongate the product and going from one hand to another one. And if we can get our product to be used at least two to three times, it will help us to reduce the impact of the US going to the landfills. So starting with that, what we do is we give customers an option to come to the platform and basically sell their items. And we offered them a C2B platform where the consumers can sell to the business directly. In that manner, they don't have to basically look for another customer. They don't have to basically talk to a lot of customers and haggle with them and wait for it to be sold. Or if it may not be sold even, but in our platform, the customer goes to the platform, selects the model, selects the options and the condition of the product. He gets the price instantly. There's a transparent pricing over there. And voila, he can just sell it, sell it in one hour or maybe a day.
0: It is very impressive. I think one of the challenges whenever it comes to using or buying uh, secondhand uh, products, especially electronic products, is we don't know how good it is, how long it will last. And it's amazing how you're able to do that with your platform and something we're going to be discussing uh, more of later. So the next question was, why are you doing it? I mean, you did mention about e-waste and what and how is a big issue, not just in Bangladesh, but across the world, just want to hear from you. Like, why are you in this space personally? So maybe you can share a little bit about the origin
2: story of uh, of Swap. Yeah, sure. Why not? So when I, when we talk about e-west, we basically uh, talk about the extended lifespan, right? So when a product comes to an extended lifespan, the value of the product goes down. But then again, it's very much affordable for the mass people. So people like students and like uh, the younger generation, they are more into this kind of stuff. At the same time, if I can recall my journey to it, when I was studying in IBA, it's like around uh, 20 years back, 19 years back, maybe. Yeah. So uh, at that point of time, you can understand that being a student is not very much possible for me to buy a laptop in 2003 so a laptop in Bangladesh would have cost around $1,200 1500 dollars things like that so me and some of my friends basically uh, went and saw a small shop that basically deals with refurbished or used laptops and it was around uh, giving an offer for $500 even so we four of us basically thought that we would basically accumulate our money and we'll buy it but at that point of time even that was not possible So the thing was there, we wanted an affordable solution for the Lapis because we wanted to work together, do some project works and all the things that are needed for different kind of presentations and all. But I see that as a big problem because going forward what I did is I bought smartphones for myself but I really had to basically go to different C2C platforms to sell my old ones. So it became very difficult because if you want to buy a new technology, You don't have any option. Back then, there was no such uh, retail shops even in Bangladesh where you could sell off your items very easily. So you had to rely on other people wanting to buy your old items and they were not people who would be even trusting you how good the condition is. So that was a big hurdle, the trust and the, the option to sell. So I did face a lot of problems over there, but being a tech guy, I always love to uh, use new technologies. So that is one issue that I faced. And I saw that if people and students and um, people who cannot afford a high value item, you can get them on that same item with a lesser value, there would be people who might be interested. Maybe they cannot buy today or tomorrow, but they can have an option to basically go uh, forward to it. So these are the basic reasons that basically propelled me to uh, start this journey. When I started this, actually before starting Swap, I have been in this in the re-commerce industry for more than 15 years now. So I started with my small shops. So I basically had these small shops where I would buy from the customers and sell to the customers as well. So from that, 15 years gone. and then we thought that it is very much necessary that it's not only the smartphones that people are basically going for, right? You need laptops, you need bikes, you need cars, and name it. Everything, you need an option to basically buy it instantly or sell it instantly in your home. That is why we introduced Swap, where people can sell their items instantly through a platform, where they can see the price transparency and get the money within their account within few minutes even. So giving people the convenience, what I didn't have at one point of time was the basic goal that uh, we started Swap.
0: Uh, Thank you for sharing that. I think one of the commonalities that I find among uh, successful entrepreneurs or successful founders is where you solve a problem that you are facing and your story is very much you solving the problem that uh, you are facing yourself. So that's really, really uh,
1: interesting. Uh, I'm just gonna make a, a comment as well because Uh, What you said absolutely resonates with me personally. I have a whole bunch of old used electronic equipment at home, uh, mobile phones and devices. The real reason why I don't sell them is because I don't know whether I'm going to get a good price. I don't know, even when I'm trying to sell something, I'm gonna have somebody who's gonna lowball me, uh, try and negotiate on the price. Even if I'm selling it for $10, they're gonna ask for five. And I don't have the time and patience for that. The other downside risks, which I see that you're solving is when I'm going to sell my equipment or if I'm gonna go buy something, I'm carrying cash. And usually that gives me a lot of risk. Somebody knows I'm turning up with cash. And there's stories out there where people get robbed they're going to go buy a a second-hand car for like five thousand pound or five thousand dollars and they turn up and somebody robs them of the cash and this solution that you've got actually is a it is a solution for for not just bangladesh it's for all the other regions carousel has got this problem where you know, people are lowballing, and they they end up wasting time. You, you can put something out there and and wait for months before anybody buys your used items. So I really like the solution. I think it's definitely going to be addressing a real problem, um, not just for people in Bangladesh, but in other countries too. So yeah, and from your background, moving forward, where do you think a successful swap? will be and what what does it look like and, and where do you see yourself even in one year okay thank you Osman.
2: so basically uh going forward what we think of ourselves is uh, currently what we're trying to do we are already building an ecosystem of the retailers who basically deal with this kind of new stuffs as you can understand the heart of the business is the retailers who are basically going to invest on these kind of products and basically sell to the consumers as well we will be facilitating the process of buying from the consumers we will be also facilitating the process of selling to the consumers by giving the insurance on the products the trust building thing that we have already mentioned we will be discussing it later on as well but currently what we're trying to do in this phase as we have already got there's a huge interest of people to basically sell up their items so we need more retailers who would be interested to buy, because if you want to give an easy solution for our customers to sell instantly, you need more buyers all over the country who can basically facilitate the process rather than a customer waiting for a few uh, buyers to basically buy. So obviously we are building a POS system where uh, these kind of retailers will be using the POS, the business management tool with which they will be basically given the opportunity to buy from the consumers through the SOPS platform, but also their inventory, they can sell through SOPS platform as well. So a person who is coming to Swap will be able to see the live inventory of the used products along with the details, the micro details what is the exact condition of the phone, How, if it has any scratch or not, if a car has an accident history or not, so if the laptops, keyboards are working or not, so everything will be there. So these retailers will also get an opportunity to sell the items in a more transparent way. So we are basically focusing on building an ecosystem where these retailers will be benefited. And when they are benefited, customers will have vast option to sell and to buy and giving them that option. We will also try to incorporate some of the financial tools which will help people to buy more affordably. We are working on a buy now, pay later system here. So we have been working for the last few months, but we hope that we will be launching it in the next few months. We are also focusing on a swap now, pay later, which hasn't been done before. So uh, imagine that you come to swap with an old phone and you just walk away with a new phone. You don't have to pay anything upfront. That is something that we are planning. So the rest of the money, you pay us in three installments. So based on a great check that we will be doing going forward. So we want to give people more affordability and the more convenience. You don't have to go anywhere. Swap will be the right place where you can basically upgrade at any point of time. And
1: swap, yeah. What does success look like for you?
2: Uh, For us, success would be basically giving people the affordability to to have a better life to different products that they may use. Uh, So if we can solve that problem and have an affordable marketplace for all the people concerned, if we can do that, everything will come into place. The retailers will come into place, the consumers will come into place, the e-waste problem will come into place and people can move forward very easily. So life will be easy. Okay, so uh, actually we have uh, discussed about Swap, so what Swap does is Swap enables the customers to sell and purchase pre-owned products with confidence and convenience. That is what we do and we have been doing it for the last two years. We started in March 2020 and it is the 1st recommerce re-commerce platform in Bangladesh. Currently we have a $37 million annualized revenue and we raised a round of 1.25 million dollars in quarter three uh, 2021 after that we have seen a 50 percent quarter on quarter growth Uh, and um, currently we have an average order value of 326 dollars with an average margin of 25 dollars the margin can range from as low as 3 percent to 30 percent generally we have an average of 8 to 10 percent so as you can see that we started with the very low margin, low revenue percentage of the GMB, but currently we have increased the revenue as well. So, currently the market size in is a $10 billion market for durables, where we have basically taken automobiles, I think the vehicles, the smartphones, laptops, and home appliance into consideration. Out of that, there is $4 billion of addressable e commerce market, and out of that, only $1.8 billion is being transacted in the market currently. As Osman has uh, said previously that he has a lot of products, but he doesn't know if he wants to sell, if you'd be low ball or not. There are a lot of people who are not confident enough to sell their items, rather selling to them, they keep it in drawers and basically create the e-west. So for people like that, we really want to give a solution where they can come to the swaps platform and basically get the item sold. So the basic problems that we see that, why people are not uh, selling their items, because because they do not have uh, a trusted platform. And uh, basically uh, there is no hassle-free, haggling-free channel. And there is no price transparency. You don't know what you will be paid. And even people, when they want to buy something old, as we have talked about that, there is no trusted platform that, that sells certified products. You'll be in your peace of mind to buy a old item and an absence of proper supply chain of these kind of used products, as these are not coming from the consumer's end to the vendor's end. Uh, there's a lack of supply chain into in the unstructured market that we currently operate. So to, to solve this problem, what Swap does, Swap is building an ecosystem filled with the merchants who basically deal with used products so that they are supplied with the products and customers can get the transparent price through the platform and sell them instantly with convenience And the people who will be buying from the platform will also be buying insured and certified products. So that the total problem is basically addressed to this. So why it is needed now? Because very simply, there is a higher growth in this e-commerce industry for the last uh, five years. And the pandemic has basically propelled the growth of that as well. Affordability is on demand. Everyone wants to save. They don't want to spend theoretically that they will be spending just for the sake of it and uh, the e-waste and carbon emission is always on the rise and it will be only growing with the digitalization. And you may also know that there's a semiconductor shortages all around the world with high demand of electronics products. There's a huge shortage of this kind of semiconductors, be it smartphones, gadgets and, and cars or bikes, even everything needs semiconductors. So if you do not have to produce new, you can use the old ones. So you can basically have a way around. So we think the circular economy is on rise. And uh, for that, this is the perfect time to basically uh, work in this category and invest on this category and grow this up. So here's a simple demonstration how the thing works. You select a model you want to sell. You answer a few of the questions. You'll get a price. You can select some of the offers that we have. You select where you want to sell, from your home, from your office, to a nearest shop or an agent, as simple as that. And you will get paid instantly in your account. So you don't have to think about the cash transactions you don't have to think about being mugged up so if you want to even buy something you can buy with a certified uh, pre-owned product from the platform with emi option and uh, you can just walk away with the phone anything happens swap takes care of it so as we have been doing so for the last two years we have got a huge customer response in it because we have more than 650,000 registered users in the platform 100,000 uh, of monthly visitors are coming to the platform every month we have good CSAT and social media reviews as well the reason behind it is basically very simple we have saved a lot of hours of people we have saved them millions of hours it's more than two million hours that have been saved imagine you have to sell a car it will take you 15 to 20 days a bike maybe 7 to 10 days a phone, maybe three to seven days. So that amount of hours is being saved when you sell through swap. So doing this, we have a very simple business model. We have a C2B marketplace where we have up to 10% margin. We have a B2C marketplace uh, through where customers can buy from us and our vendors. We keep up to 30% margin on that. To do an average in the last month, we had an average of 7.2% in C2B and 10.6% in B2C and if you see the key metrics, what we have been doing is like last month of March, we had three over three million GMB with a revenue of over three hundred thousand dollars. Our revenue grew five x from last year's March, so you can see it's a huge jump on the revenue side as well. We have more than hundred thousand people who have placed order to buy or sell in the platform till date and the marketing to revenue ratio is 0.87 which is even below 1 so we are not burning we are basically having positive contribution margin when we are selling or selling any item to any of the consumers of the vendors. So till date we have spent something over 600,000 dollars to achieve a total of 30 million dollars GMV till date and in the process we have helped to reduce 1,800 metric ton of carbon emission and also saved Currently around 170 metric ton of e-west. So this has only been possible with the vast networks that we have created. We have partnered with OEMs in the country who deal with smartphones and uh, motorcycles uh, like Hero, Bajaj, Lifan, Honda, OnePlus, Apple, Samsung, Xiaomi, Vivo. We have also planned uh, partnerships with online platforms. We give them the exchange plugins. Uh, we are going to give them the exchange plugins. We have done an MVP with Daraa, Robi Shop and some other platforms as well. And we have partnered with some of the mobile financial services, banks, and our telecom operators in the country to give their human resources uh, better uh, offers from Swap's platform as well. So these are the things that we have been doing so that we think. Being partner with everyone and doing a collaborative way will not only reduce the cost but also help us to expand in different different places very quickly. So this is the team. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Swap. As I've mentioned I have more than 15 years of experience in this. I have worked in British American Tobacco looking into the marketing and the distribution section where I managed more than 500 people so I know how to basically manage a big team. Uh, my co-founder, uh, Tonmoy, has uh, done a lot of uh, I- businesses before coming to Swap and he's a very number guy, he looks into the operation very well. So, heading the business development team is anup who has been working in British American Tobacco, Sranachar Bank, uh, Telecom Operator Orascom, uh, which is Baraling over here. He has worked in Sheba XYZ, he has worked in E-Generation Limited. So, he has handled good big businesses before coming to Swap. And he is uh, also my alumni from my university. And um, there's Asif who looks after the head of technology. He has uh, experience of uh, managing more than 50 people in technology team in GenX, which is a a big company over here in Bangladesh as well. So we have Zaidul Arifin, an investor advisor who, and also Craig, investor advisor, who is also the founder of x Asia as well. So we have good investors in the the team as well. So moving forward, how do we see Swap basically uh, being better than others? Yes, what we do is we give an automated pricing that no one basically does. We give an transparent pricing. Uh, We give the customers the option to sell on exchange, we give them the cross-category exchange platform, we give them the hassle-free selling from home, and you name it. You can see that we have all the dots connected so that people do not have to go anywhere to sell or buy their items. Our focus uh, is when we basically uh, build swap, is to build an ecosystem. As you have mentioned before, we want to give customers the option to basically come to a platform, do whatever he needs, buy whatever he needs, and just uh, get it done. So we are building an ecosystem based on the uh, retailers that we have already talked about. And these retailers will be the heart of the ecosystem where with whom we want to give customers all the options of uh, buy now, pay later, assured buy back, or uh, the diagnostic tool to basically assess the products. And life could be easier with this kind of system that we are developing. And when we deal with this kind of ecosystem, There are only two parts that I would like to basically focus on. One is the C2B marketplace, where customers will be able to sell their items. For that, we have a diagnostic tool that we are going to build, and all the answers the customers are giving, it will be verified. So you don't need any manual interventions going forward. So that is another tool that we think that is highly scalable. Even if you don't want to sell to swap, you can sell it anywhere with the diagnostic tool and the assessment report right and for the retailers to sell to the b2c marketplace so we are giving them a business management tool which will help them to give all the live inventory updates into the marketplace so whatever you see in the marketplace that is there already available and these four will also help us to get more revenues from other other uh, revenue streams as well going forward and that can be discussed later as well but what we would like to uh, like to mention is basically the market size of e-commerce industry throughout the world it is 1480 billion dollars worth and the bangladesh market is only 1.8 billion dollar but this has a higher cgr higher growth if you can see, there's an average of more than 10% of CAGR every year. So the automobile side has a 5.5, but the smartphone is 13.6. So this market is growing at a 11 times higher rate than normal retail or e-commerce. The used electronics market will double in the next five years. The used smartphone market is growing three times than the new smartphone market so you can see the future potential of this market and people will be the millennials the z generation our generation are moving towards this kind of products and this gives an opportunity not only for Bangladesh but also for a global market as well so the big player in the global market i would say is back market which has a market cap of 5.7 billion dollars what they are operating in europe But what we think is, they can't be going to different places all at a time. They're like more hundreds of countries. So there are some frontier countries that we think that we can play over there because we have some winning products. The business management tool, which will help to facilitate the MSMEs. We can give the MSMEs the financing to grow their businesses when more inflow of the products are coming from the consumers. So with the transactional data that they will be doing to the system, we can help them to basically grow their business and cater to more customers as the time goes by. And with all the data that we'll have, we can automate the price engine. We can obviously give you the price if you buy a smartphone for $200 today. I can tell you that after one year, I will be getting that product back from you at $100. You can only have to basically have a depreciation of $100 in a year. So all these things will help us to grow not only the MSMEs, but also the consumers trust and basically retention as well. Looking into that, we are basically raising a $5 million in Pre-Series A and we have raised a $1.25 of seed round last year, as you have mentioned in quarter three 2021. We are going to raise this $5 million for now and we are going to uh, basically spend on mostly acquiring more consumers, making people more aware that swap exists There's an easy and best way to sell your items so that people do not keep the items in their drawers or in their garages. So those items are coming up to our marketplace. We will be getting the right team to execute uh, the business plan that we have because without the team, any idea is not fruitful. So getting the right people in the right places is very much important. Building the technology that we are talking about so that we have more sophisticated technology and more automation so that we need less manual intervention so that we can scale up in the future. We'll be spending there as well. And lastly, we will be working on Martian acquisition, training them up and working on the global expansion in UAE. And we have already recorded UAE last year. I visited there twice. So we know the dynamics, we know how it works, and we will do our A-B testing with a more developed country not only in Bangladesh, so that we have two countries and we have more knowledge and we can see how we can replicate in different countries with what kind of uh, modification on the product as well. So with this fund we want to go to an analyze GMB of 167 million dollars and we want to acquire 10,000 merchants into the system so that people have more options to buy from. So, this is all about us, and uh, we are open to take a new round with $5 million. And um, that's about it. Thank you very
1: much. Okay. So, I think that's a great, great pitch and a great story. I, I have some
0: clueless questions. So, my first clueless yes. question is um, you mentioned certification right and I was just curious to know how do you minimize risk whenever you get a product right like how do you minimize the risk that this product is going to be uh, is going to be of quality when you hand it off to the next to the next buyer
2: okay so um, thank you very much for the question so um, first of all we do basically three QCs three quality checks first uh, when it is bought uh, from the consumers Secondly, when it comes uh, to our warehouse, third of all, when it is sold to the vendor or the consumers. So there are three quality checks. So these are being done so that people do not have any issues. Even uh, when the vendors basically sell to our platform, they are bound to give a 15 days replacement warranty. Even if a customer gets a product that is not being up to the market, has any kind of problem, the vendor has to give a replacement. So that is for sure. If you go to a C2C platform, you buy from a, a stranger. He's gone. He doesn't yes. have to look into it. So that is taken care of. Lastly, uh, after that, when we give a certified prion to the consumers, we give him a one-year warranty that we have talked about, right? So we yeah. have incorporated insurance companies as well. So they they basically give any kind of coverage. If the phone has any kind of issue, the insurance company will basically cover it. So you don't okay. have to think about for a year at least, so you have any problem with them or the laptop. Okay. Understood. So three, three rounds
0: of QC checks. So the next question I had is, I think what is really promising is from what i've heard so far swap started off with more like smartphones and uh your maybe your laptops and uh, smaller scale electronic products right and i think where the potential lies is in the motorcycles the uh the used cars and whatnot so i was just curious to know uh for the current gmv that you're doing in a month um how much is contributed by like say motorcycles and uh vehicles and how much of it is from like the smartphones and the smaller electronic products
2: okay i will come from a background When we started, it was like around 98%, 99% in smartphone. Currently what we are doing, the vehicle section is giving around 17% of the total GMV. And the laptop section is uh, giving around 10% of the total GMV, eight to 10%. It depends on month on month because we are having more growth in these sections in the uh, recent months. So if you do a summary, the laptop, car and bike, which we have basically focused on after we basically raised the previous round, so currently they comprise about 25% of the total GMV. The 98% which was in smartphone has gone down to 75%. Even that is also growing, but the percentage and the mix has changed.
0: Yeah. Because I, I think that's where the promise really lies, right? So when you can truly scale up the automobiles and uh, the motorcycles and those larger ticket items, I think that's where the GMV can really scale, at least from my my clueless perspective, I think that's what would be uh, really interesting for me to, to look at.
1: Um, Observation-wise, Caro here in Singapore does second-hand cars for sale, but they do a full uh, uh, you know, inspection. So if I'm buying from them, they've done a 180-point inspection. You pretty much know that the car is good. They'll have fixed all the different problems that are there. So you're buying with confidence. Is that what you're doing as well with uh, with Swap when you're talking about cars? yeah so
2: basically uh as we have our go-to-market strategy with our smartphones basically so we have solved that with that kind of uh, inspections for smartphones so what we are doing we are replicating the same thing in different categories so the answer to your question is yes that is something that we are planning we have already jotted down all the inspection points for the cars so still, it is a, it's an infant stage. We are dealing with 10, 20, 10, 15 cars every month. But whatever we are giving customers is the peace of mind. We are selling everything with the option of certification. So if it's a certified pre-owned car that you will be buying from swap, it is. it will be a certified pre-owned laptop or phone that you'll be buying from Swap. Anything happens to it, Swap will take the responsibility. So it depends from different categories. For smartphones or laptops, we give one year warranty uh with the certified uh products so anything happens any parts we will take care of it so you don't have to think of it for cars and bikes what we are doing trying to do is we will be giving a one month uh period for uh, these kind of uh, vehicles for the consumers if they find any problem after we sell them and we have notified all the things that are over there we will take the responsibility we are also focusing on some value addition services for cars and bikes going forward but it's too early to tell but obviously, those things will obviously give people the right choice to buy from swap.
1: That's brilliant. I mean, that's the biggest problem with buying high ticket items like cars and motorbikes is uh, buying with confidence and making sure that you're, uh, you're getting a, a good quality used product. And, uh, and this has been historically a big problem with buying, buying a car. You, you walk away and you find that there's problems which you didn't realize. So yeah i think uh i think that's great
0: i was just curious i thought that like for e-commerce it'll be really big in uh maybe not so affluent markets so i was wondering like why um, the expansion into the uae instead of places like maybe indonesia you know where um might be very similar in terms of demographics in terms of uh their GDP per capita for instance and the desire to have a e-commerce marketplace so why UAE and not uh, another neighboring uh, developing country
2: okay so um, the thing is that I always looked into this thing is I go where I have strength I do what I know best so what I have seen is that I haven't been to Indonesia to be very honest but I have been to UAE twice last year the reason behind it is basically I wanted to understand the market very well. So we wanted a different market with different dynamics, not in the same same type. So as you see that in UAE, it is a more developed market. So people have money, they need convenience. For people in Bangladesh, they would be more into affordability. They would be looking for a, a lower pricing of the products. So they would be basically try to fight for the pricing, right? For UE market, what we have seen, people like the convenience, if people have those kind of items at their home. I have seen a study that a uh, lot more than 2% of the people in the UE are trading in their old devices. So it's a 98% gap is over there. If you Mm -hmm. can give those people the convenience to sell their items from home and no one is basically doing that in the proper manner in UAE. I have seen that also in Australia, that people have to basically send their item to that designated location. After that, they will be notified if they can take the product or not and they get a very cheap price. Why people are not selling the items? Because they don't have a proper solution. We are giving exact pricing for an item. So in those places, people will say, if the product is good, I will give you $100. If the product is not that good, I will give you only $30. We can see the gap. So more and more people are selling it. If we go to UE market, if we give those kind of prices to to those kind of people, a lot of technological products basically will be coming in. And I have had good uh, rapport with all the big refurbishers in UE the small players who basically deal with electronics in UAE and basically I have seen how they work and there's a huge nexus uh, there's a lot of people from different countries who basically buy from the UAE market so you can, if you can connect the dots you can see that if you can get the supply from UAE and also you can get the supply from US and Europe in UAE because that is a very easy market to basically trade and uh, you can have very less uh, tax restrictions over there so you can import a lot of products so you can basically facilitate the US system into different countries. You are solving a bigger problem, not only the customers, but also to different countries as well. So people from Africa, people from Cambodia, people from Indonesia, people from China, India, they come to UE and buy products. We can tap to that market. I think there's a huge opportunity. There's a bigger opportunity for the future. And we have two different scenarios to work with. So if we go to a developed market, we know how to work. If you go to a developing market, we also know how to work. So that is why we chose UAE.
0: I think that's uh, really, really promising. Uh, now that I've heard this, that part of the analysis, I think it's a really smart move then. Like if there are 98, you're saying 98%, right? There's a 98% because two percent only 2% of people trade in their electronics or so they just keep it in the drawers. So I think that's a, big, that's a big opportunity. And like what you mentioned, you can get the supply from there and bring it to other places. I think that's a very, very smart play then. Yeah,
2: thank you.
1: What are the metrics that matter for you in terms of how are you tracking your performance? How will you tell all your investors how successful you are and how you're you're progressing? The key metrics that you would be tracking over the next few years?
2: So the metrics would be basically changing, uh, going into different phases as you understand that different phases of different kind of uh, not metrics so currently what we are tracking at this point of time is the gmb of course and also the revenue uh, how much revenue we are making so we were making an average of 2.5% in the beginning currently we are making over 8% even 10% in some months so that is how we basically measure it so that the more we scale we don't have to basically lessen our uh, margin going forward obviously there's a huge growth opportunity and that's why we are spending a lot on the marketing but that is going to for going for customer acquisition when you have a customer trusting you that basically goes down so going forward we are also going to track the gtv the gross transactional value because we will be having the point of sale solution so all the retailers that they are transacting through their offline channel as well we will be having that into our system because that will help us to understand how much money he is making, what are the transactions he is doing, how much revenue he is doing, what is the inventory turnovers. With that, we will be helping them to get financed through banks or even at one point of time through the debt financing that we may raise. So that is another thing that we want to focus on. Currently, we didn't focus on the number of consumers that are basically we are basically catering to. Currently, we wanted to focus on limited consumers so that we can give them a better customer experience. Going forward, when we have a huge platform, then we will be basically focusing on more users being coming to the platform. When we have more retailers, we would want more users to come to the platform so that these retailers are motivated to have more customers buying from them. So the user will be basically, from this phase on, when we raise the pre-series A, the user metrics will be added in our list. So uh, things would be changing. But these are the key metrics that we are and are going to basically uh, look into.
1: Okay, Um, I'm just pointing out, um, going back to some of the points that you made, you're you're making 37 million in in, uh, annualized revenue, which would be about three million in revenue to to swap. In terms of your burn rate, I take it your cash flow positive. Is that right? Okay, so no burn rate currently we have in the last
2: month we had $25,000 burned as we are growing so we have cash flow positive from the marketing to the margin so we'll operationally that way uh, we are profitable but as we have a lot of expenses in total the company has a burn rate of around $50,000 per month but last month we had less we had around $25,000 as we're progressing we are trying to increase the gmv as well as increasing the revenue and lessening the monthly burn however in this month of april we have this bonus and everything for Eid, so this one will burn up a bit but in may we have seven days of holiday so apart from this april and may in june we really want to minimize the burn rate to not more than 30,000, which we were doing at 50 to 60,000 previously, but also keeping the GMV and the monthly revenue at par or higher than, than this. Obviously higher because we are going going for a growth. So we okay. really look at both the things.
1: Right, good. And uh, you, you raised 1.25 million last year, which is a really good fundraise. Um, what valuation was that at the time, and and how do you compare that to the five million raise that you're doing now? Okay, so we raised around at a
2: 6.25 million dollars valuation. The valuation was done at January 2021, uh, and then that valuation was coming from uh, Accelerating Asia as well. So at that time, we were only ten months old, and basically we were doing with smartphones only. After that, as I have mentioned, that we had a 50 percent quarter-on-quarter growth. And now we have smartphones, laptops, cars, bikes. We are also going to launch a POS and uh, also working on the diagnostics models as well. The GMV has gone from $800,000 to $900,000 to $3.1 million. The revenue has gone five times even. So currently we are raising a round of $5 million. We are evaluating ourselves to have a valuation of uh, 30 million pre money so so that is how we see it and if you do the calculations on both the gmv part and the revenue part i think uh, we assume it to be our reasonable valuation for that
1: okay so that's like a, a 5x growth in valuation in in the past year right that's yeah. quite significant how do you see your valuation moving forward i mean if all of your growth and goals as expected, what type of um, valuation and multiple are you you're looking at?
2: Uh, after this round, if we can raise this round and go pretty well with the execution, what we have planned on. So next round, we see our valuation to be somewhere around $150 million. And after that, we will be looking into somewhere around 300 to $400 million. And by 2026, we look to be if we can go right with the execution that we are planning with and the global expansion that we are planning we we see ourselves as a unicorn by 2026.
1: so in uh i mean in four years time you're expecting to be of a, a billion dollar valuation as a company
2: yes we hope to do that with the global expansions i think that is very much doable
1: wow that's uh that's like a 33 times valuation in in the space of four years uh, is what you're saying that's phenomenal i mean what do you think razi
0: definitely phenomenal uh, the question then is what are the risks or some of the challenges that you see
2: for me currently the challenges is basically as we are an early mover uh we really want to uh, basically hold our market there will be people who will be uh basically coming to the same industry as well so the faster we move the better ecosystem that we make is very much important if we get all the players i mean all the retailers all the channel partners all the oems being tied up with this platform then we can basically expedite the growth and the journey will be easier so we need funds at the earliest possible time so that we can basically t- uh, cater to this market and more retailers into the system because we want to bring all the stakeholders into an irreversibility stage so where they cannot leave the ecosystem so that is a challenge that we see so we need to uh, move fast. And going forward into different global markets, we don't want to compete with big players and burn the cash. We want to act smartly. There are 200 countries, just pick 10 countries, go there, do the work in the frontier markets, and you just make money over there and give people the convenience. So uh, choosing the right markets uh, is also a big big thing to consider, yeah. Got it, and then in
0: terms of the, uh, the 5 million they're raising currently, right, how much has already been, uh, how much commitment have you already received?
2: Okay, so basically uh, this is something that we uh, basically finalized our pitch deck in the data room just last week. So we haven't been uh, communicated with a lot of BCs before that. We have people who have made soft commitments before, even before we raised a round. There are people that we have, that have said we'll be doing a couple of hundred thousands of dollars even. But obviously we are looking for our lead investor. We are also in talks with a strategic uh, investor from another country. So who are also interested even to take the whole round even. So these are all in verbal communications, so no hard commitments yet. So we are basically uh, considering some of the few VCs we think might be valuable going forward. So it is a matter of time, we will be opening the round officially uh, by next month and we'll be talking to a lot of VCs and let's
1: see how it goes and are you raising safe note or are there other instruments that you're using okay so there will be two things that we will be
2: going on so we have offers for convertible notes currently we have some of uh, the investors who are already considering convertible notes also with the valuation they'll be giving now after that it's convertible debt i would say so that will be converting to the uh, price round that we are talking about so some people who would be basically investors who would be investing now would have an advantage after 3-4 months when it is basically uh, all the investors come in, so their money will be converted. So, but the round will be finishing at, uh, at a price round. Uh, so the VCs that will be investing will be investing with a proper valuation and the money will be uh, converted into equity.
0: So if an angel were to come in, what would be the, the minimum ticket that they'd be looking at?
2: So the angels that would be coming in, I think um, uh, there are two things that can be done. One, we can do an SPV and basically get the angels uh, on board on that, and we have a SPV to be around uh, somewhere around two fifty thousand to five hundred thousand dollars. So five or ten uh, angels can come in and do that. I think that that is
1: a thing that we can consider. Of okay. So uh, uh Parviz, we, we saw your picture on LinkedIn where you, you announced the EdTech uh, ed partnership. And I see that you're doing loads of great partnerships. But our burning question is, is what's your workout re- regime? Because we saw how big your your guns were, right? And we were thinking, this guy works out. What's his secret? Because we're, we're nowhere near that. <laughs> no, I can't work out
2: properly. Last For the last two months, I have been going to gym for two days or three days a week, two days maybe. So generally, I would like to go, go five days. But I try to keep, I try to keep it up as it is. But uh, I do not do that much of a workout. To be very honest, I don't don't get that much of a time. But uh, I try to maintain my food and my diet and and just work out a bit whenever I can. Because the secret behind it is basically the gym is just next building. So uh-huh. whenever I'm working in, in the evening or the afternoon, I try to get one hour because I don't take lunch break. I am working and having lunch. So, I take that one hour break, I go to the gym in the next building and come
1: back again. So, that is oh. how, how I l- like to do it. Ooh, we, we need a gym next door, Marcy.
0: Exactly, you need a gym next to your office. It is, the secret is out now. That's how you get uh, big guns like Parvez.
1: Yeah, quick question, Parvez as well. How do people contact you? How do you want them to contact you if they uh, reach out? Did they email you or is there a, a number that they need to contact? So I have the, uh, where, where I have the deck, the last slide has my uh,
2: phone number that I have WhatsApp in, and I also have my email address in the last slide. Even then, I would basically say it is parvez, P-A-R-V-E-Z, at swap.com.bd, and my WhatsApp number would be plus eight eight zero one four zero four four five two five two five. So I can be contacted in WhatsApp or email. Got it. So thank you,
0: Parvez, for your time and for everyone who's watching. Swap presents a really exciting opportunity. So they are valued at 30 million free money right now. And they aim Parvez is going to drive this to be one of the next unicorns in the region by 2026. So it's definitely an exciting opportunity and do look out for our next episode and if you liked this particular ex- episode please like comment and subscribe and if there are any questions you like us to ask our future founders please leave them in the comments below as well and if you like us to interview your startup do get in touch with us in the description as well so hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you on the next one
2: thank you very much thank you osman thank you razi for your time